Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. With episode 100 coming next week, we have moved up the next installment in the Take a Step series to here, episode 99. As always, this series is about taking a look at a specific grapeseed component and looking at its quick checks and learning objectives overall before diving into the day-to-day lesson plans to see how each step we take helps us fulfill those big picture goals. If there are directions in the lesson plans for other components that assist us in achieving the goals of our focus component, we will mention them too. As we are on the fifth installment in this series, we are up to Unit 5 now. There are a lot of great components to choose from here, but in the interest of keeping things unique and fresh, we will focus on the chant in the unit for a change. Yes, I am. We will start with general context. If you remember from foundation training and or Grapeseed Essentials, Chants primarily help our students learn how to participate in conversations. Many curricula encourage the teacher to ask students questions, which we also do in Grapeseed. Students then get a lot of practice answering questions, but don't usually get much in the way of practicing asking them. With the Chants in Grapeseed, we give students the valuable practice they need in asking questions as well. A conversation is a two-way street, both parties asking and answering questions. If students are only ever answering questions, the dialogue is more like an interrogation than a real conversation. Chance and Grapeseed start in Unit 3 with Yes It Is and continue into Unit 4 with Yes I Can. Here in Unit 5, we introduce another unique question and answer pattern with Are You? questions and Yes I Am? No I'm Not? answers. Since students have had two different chants so far already, they'll subconsciously know the routine when you introduce this new one. You won't need puppets to act out the dialogue to demonstrate that the chant is a conversation like you might have in Unit 3. On the other hand, here in Unit 5, your students are usually still in their first year of grapeseed and are probably all five years old by this point, towards the end of the school year. They are still very young and building their English foundation. Adding a third chant with a unique question and answer pattern will likely result in students mixing up their questions and answers as they begin to identify the target expressions and then later begin to use them. You have probably noticed this in Unit 4 when you asked what can you see questions and got back some yes it is answers initially. Students will need a lot of practice before they are comfortable with these new expressions, especially if you occasionally ask questions using language from the Unit 3 and Unit 4 chants. We can trust in the spiral curriculum design. Even if students haven't completely mastered the target expressions from the chant by the end of the unit, they will come back around and give students more practice in later units. This is especially true here in the chant for Unit 5. With Unit 3, we had a chant confirming what different objects or rooms were. Is this a snack? Yes it is. No it isn't. With Unit 4, we had a chant confirming what can be seen. Can you see a black crow? Yes I can, no I can't. With both of these chants, the expressions students were using from the chant were new, but creating unique and interesting questions was relatively simple. They have learned so many nouns so far, that even outside of class you could easily ask your students questions using that language. Is this a pointer? Can you see a red slide outside? So how is Unit 5 any different? Let's look at the target expression and think about it. What are you? Are you a... with the answers, yes I am, no I'm not. The contexts in which you would use this question and answer are not as broad as their Unit 3 and Unit 4 counterparts. This is great language you and students can use if you are playing a guessing game where 
Maybe you as the teacher are describing yourself and students have to guess what you are. For example, I am big and round and orange, what am I? And students can ask, are you a pumpkin? This expression is also useful to talk about feelings and emotions, but students don't have a lot of those yet from grapeseed. They probably have sad and happy, and maybe you have exposed them to sleepy and hungry. The main point here is that it is a lot harder to come up with questions on your own in the moment that will align to the learning objectives themselves, while also keeping in mind the vocabulary and expressions students are able to use this early in grapeseed. It's lucky there is an entire curriculum team dedicated to working all of that out for you with the teacher manual and the lesson plans. Let's look at the quick checks before we move into the lesson plans themselves. Early exposures. Are students beginning to understand the question, are you a? Middle exposures. Are students beginning to understand how to respond to the questions, what are you? And are you a? Finally, end exposures. Can students respond to the questions, what are you? And are you a? The language used in these quick checks is important. With some grapeseed stories, you might see an end exposure quick check like, can students more fully answer questions using the language? more fully being the focus. But here in this chant, even in the end exposures, it is, can students respond? You can rest assured that we will be coming back around to this in future units. For now, we are introducing the expressions and focusing on them, but if students don't have them mastered by the end of the unit, we are totally fine. Let's crack open these lesson plans. We start with the chant right from lesson one. Before we even read through the chant, we are instructed to ask, what are you? Are you a grape? We are told not to expect more than a simple yes or no as a response. Here is another good example of how thinking through how you will actually teach these lesson plans in your prep time is so critical. If you grab the teaching cards for the chant and just robotically stand there and ask your students a suggested question, it is likely they won't respond. Why is that? They are unfamiliar with your question. You spent the last unit asking them lots of questions about things they can see. So, even if they did manage a no to your question, they might be telling you that they can't see a grape, not that they understood your questions and that they are not a grape. You'll need some other pre-planned teacher moves to set them up for success. If you have a particularly bold student who likes to be the center of attention and isn't overly sensitive, you could use them. While gesturing to them, you could say, Bobby, stand up. Bobby, what are you? Are you a grape? With your expression and gesturing, either Bobby or a few students in the class might start to piece together the meaning and shout out, No! Small pre-planned teacher moves like that will help ensure that your day-to-day -day teaching results in achieving those quick check goals down the road. Lesson 2. Reread the chant first before asking our question, which is, What are you? Are you a teacher? Students, of course, know the word teacher from at least Unit 3 in Grapeseed, but probably from unit one just by being in your classroom. But this question may be a big difference to your students, even though it doesn't seem like it to you. Think about it from their perspective. There's this new question they don't quite understand yet. Their teacher talked about fruits and vegetables with it a lot yesterday, and even asked one of their friends if they were a fruit. Today, we did the chant again with fruits and vegetables, but now my teacher is using the question and using the word teacher too. Of course, your students won't have this detailed of a thought process going on in the moment, but this initial confusion followed by trying to understand will be happening subconsciously. 
Again, though, some of your stronger students might yell, no, if you use the same tone and gestures you did yesterday. And this will continue to build on their understanding of the target expression, what it means, and how it can be used, even if it is a small step in just the second exposure. In lesson three, we take a similar step, asking, are you a monkey? We model the complete answer after of, no, I'm not, I am not a monkey. By this point, students will generally start figuring out this new expression. Especially if my grapeseed career has taught me anything, students react very strongly if you ask them if they are either monkeys or babies. While they will probably still give you the simple no and probably laugh, that modeling of the complete answer is key to show them the way to success. Make sure if they are laughing that you model when they are refocused so that the modeling doesn't go to waste. We ask if they are bees in lesson four, after which we should model the complete answer again. Here, you might even have an all-star or two use the short sentence of, no, I'm not. If you see them saying this or trying to, praise them for it. If not, model that full sentence answer and move on. Lesson five brings the first exposure of me too. Sometimes questions from this story will help us serve our goals in yes, I am. Specifically in this lesson, we ask, are you thirsty? Are you hungry? We then model me too. I am thirsty. I am hungry. While the real goal here is helping students understand what me too and thirsty and hungry means, the extra exposure to the general question and answer expressions will help us as well. With the pumpkin song in lesson 8, we get some more synergy. Here we say, I'm glad you're here today. Are you happy too? Hopefully, you'll get some of the full sentence answers beyond just yes or no. Heap praise on students who do, but at least make sure to model the answer if you don't. When we do the chant in Lesson 10, we start inviting the class to do part of it with us, more practice without putting the language. We then ask if they are a girl and model the appropriate answer. In Lesson 12, we invite them to say the whole chant with us and then ask if they are flowers. Lesson 14 brings a challenge. We start with splitting up the parts of the chant and going back and forth with the class. After, we ask, what are you? Are you a boy or a girl? What is the ideal response we want from students? I am a boy or I am a girl. They might not make this jump on their own. Give them a chance to respond first, then model yourself. Something like, oh, me, Mr. Adam, I am a boy. I am a boy. You might then try to ask the students again. They might be able to see your modeling and then be able to answer completely and correctly. Another example of thinking through how you will teach the lesson plans effectively before your class. After telling Party in the Barn in Lesson 16, we ask, are you sad? This comes after asking, how does Onion feel and why is she sad? In Lesson 17, we drop out and have the class recite the first two pages before doing the rest together. We then ask two questions. What are you? Are you a teacher? After they respond and or you model, you then ask, are you a student? This gives students practice with both the positive and negative response to the question. We get a fun activity with the chant in lesson 19. After reciting the chant, we play charades. You act out an animal and students try to ask what you are with, are you a? Try to only acknowledge correct answers if they give the full sentence question. If they just yell out the animal and you move on, you're missing the point of the activity. If they are stuck and can't guess, you can encourage them to ask, what are you? 
The pumpkin song helps us out again in Lesson 20 with the question, Are you glad or sad today? In Lesson 21, you listen as you split the class into halves and have them recite the chant in the different parts. Circling back to a point I made earlier, it is pretty common for students to jumble up sentences when they are trying to speak. You'll be asking a lot of do questions about other components in the unit, like party in the barn and me too. Your students might answer these sometimes with yes I am, no I'm not. You've got a few questions on effective things you can do if this happens. You can repeat the question with a bit of emphasis on the word do. You can model the correct answer. If possible though, I would recommend this third route if it is available to you. Usually by this stage in the unit, several students will respond all at once. Ideally, everyone has the right response, but if it is mixed, choose one of the students who said the correct response and ask them to say it again, heaping praise upon them. That student will feel like a million bucks, and it will motivate the other students too. Charades comes back in Lesson 27. By now, hopefully a greater percentage of your class is comfortable with the language and the game goes more smoothly. Time permitting, you might even consider having a student act out an animal and answer when students ask what they are. This brings us to the end of the lesson plans. Through deliberate demonstration of meaning in different contexts and full sentence modeling in early exposures, we lay the groundwork for students to be able to effectively identify, understand, and use the target expressions in this chant. Letting them take the lead in recitation as well as the charades games in the classroom, students also get practice asking the questions in the chant as well. They will be well equipped to achieve the quick check goals laid out in the teacher manual. If you have extra time with students outside of the Grapeseed classroom, activities like the charades game are a fun way to get kids using the language, especially if you remove yourself as a participant and oversee their back and forth. The next Take a Step podcast will feature a component from Unit 6. If you want a specific component highlighted, or if you have any questions or thoughts about this episode, send them in to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. As always, thank you for listening, and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.